Hey, everybody, welcome back and welcome to what I call shorties. Um, shorties is just my little slang terminology for these audio segments that are not an hour long like normal audio podcasts are, but you know, kind of pertain to a subject matter. And we're going to get right into that right now without wasting any time. I'm talking about eSIM activations. eSIM is becoming the trend. And are other companies going to follow that? That is the fear. See, I just pretty much said what I need to say right there. We can end it right now, but we're not. Let me elaborate just a little bit. All right. So recently, Apple released the iPhone 14 series. And one of the big, big, big changes with them is that they got rid of physical SIM support. eSIM support is the only way you're going to activate an iPhone 14 from now on. And the fear is, is that companies like Samsung and Google are going to follow the same thing. So could this be the very beginning of the death of a physical SIM card? Um, some people will say, no, they're not going to copy them. They were not going to do that. We can't make that assumption. But um, you know what? I'll just say one thing. I'll say this. And when I say this, I know for a fact that you're going to start thinking. And when I say this, it's going to jog that memory up and it's going to make you say, hey, they might copy them. Are you ready for it? In the words of Triple H, are you ready? Charging brick. That's the word. Ah, it's been a while since we've seen a charging brick in a Samsung box with a new smartphone or a Google Pixel box with a new smartphone or or any of the other companies out there copying. When Apple did away with charging bricks and said that it was to prevent industrial waste, to be more eco-friendly, Samsung started doing it after they were kind of rejecting it. They caved in and did it. Google did it just to be a part of them. And it was like, yeah, you know, industrial waste, eco-friendly. Do not provide charging brick in the box because people should have their old ones and their old ones should suffice. And let's build packaging for charger bricks in case they don't have one, they can buy a brand new one. So instead of opening one box and getting all that you need, now you're opening two boxes to get what you need, especially when you're when your device supports a higher charge rate, right? Most devices were doing 18 watt fast charging. Now they're at 30 watt fast charging and higher. You got one plus at 65 and beyond for you know wattage fast charging. So yeah, but anyways, it's not a it's not a bone to pick about charging bricks. I'm just I brought that up so people can understand why people are afraid and thinking that other companies are gonna follow removing physical sim support. Um, one of the key things of having a physical SIM, and this mainly pertains to like um, AT&T and Verizon customers, as well as Cricket wireless customers, the ability to take your SIM card out and pop it into another device and it just seamlessly work. See, with Metro by T-Mobile, you can't do that. You have to log into your app, your My Metro app, and make the, the IMEI swap on there in order for the SIM card to work in a different device. If you popped it out of your working device and put it into a new device, it would not give it network connections. The IMEI and the ICC ID need to match. And um, so with that being said, um, it was a pain in the butt to do it, especially if something went wrong and you were forced to call customer care then um you know then yeah you were pretty much like you were like uh sol because you would get a fee and um yeah so 
um, going forward, you know, that is the fear that people have is that um, other companies are going to copy Apple because Apple is a trendsetter. I mean, we have these back and forth and, you know, I appreciate watching people kind of go back and forth and really, you know, try to champion for, you know, iOS and iPhones or Android and Pixels or Android and whatever OEM. Um, it's, it's, it's cool to see, you know, it, and people make some great points when they get into these discussions and debates, but, you know, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be one for the ages to see people talk about this. Because some people don't believe that other companies are going to copy. It's just like I made, um, I, I responded to a tweet. Um, good buddy on Twitter decided to, to tweet that the uh, dynamic island is what, um, I, what Apple's calling the pill cutout on the 14 Pro and Pro Max. Um, how they implemented this thing where like notifications and stuff kind of like they they come from that specific area to kind of give that pill cutout a purpose. If you don't know what the pill cutout's for, basically it houses the face ID camera and the selfie camera uh, within the display and pretty much gets rid of the notch. So like how Android devices have a, a hole punch in the front display for the selfie camera, um, Apple made theirs a pill shape and they call it dynamic island. And like so like when you're playing music and stuff like that, notifications are supposed to sprout from that area to kind of give it like a purpose, kind of like, you know, masking it as a purpose within iOS. And, you know, Apple did a great job implementing that. I think they did a you know, fantastic job of that. It looks pretty cool. And I said on there that, you know, one of the OEMs that uses Android um, is going to try and implement that in their skin, in their user interface to adopt something very similar to that from Apple. And someone's like, no, it would look horrible. And it's like, yeah, I get it. It would probably look horrible. It probably wouldn't work because, you know, Apple designed this to work with their software and, um, you know, wasn't, wasn't meant for, for Android to copy. But that's not going to stop companies from trying to do something similar, especially if it's the most talked about feature in iOS on the new iPhone then yeah, of course, a company's gonna copy. I mean, how many companies out there literally fake an iPhone? Like they, they build everything exactly to a T and even build a, a Android custom launcher that rep, that like replicates um, iOS to the fullest. The only way you would know is if you saw uh, the Android version. And um, yeah, so who knows? eSIM could follow in that same suit. eSIM could actually be adopted as the sole way of connecting your device on devices such as Samsung, Google Pixel, OnePlus, Oppo, Xiaomi, Huawei. They could all adopt it. Y'all hear my five-star security alarms? So my dogs. Anyway, guys, so I'm going to cut it there. Um, don't forget, I am going to be on Sneed's podcast later on. So if you're subscribed to his channel on YouTube, um, then you'll see me on there. If you're not subscribed, the channel is Sneed Mobile Tech. So YouTube search it. You'll find him. Uh, he's at 20,000 subscribers. So congratulations to him. And yeah, we're gonna be, I'm going to be on there as a guest tonight. And I'm pretty happy and excited to be on there. Um, so yeah, let me go tend to my, to my dogs. See why they're barking. And um, if I have another discussion, there'll be one uploaded later. Until then, thanks for listening. You'll hear me in the next one. Peace.